we love when God changes somebody's story. And um, because of that, um, stories become like currency. They remind us of what God's doing in people's lives and in our church. And uh, so we tell stories every week. And uh, this week, uh, in his loveshelbyville.com t-shirt, is none other than Richard Spoonmore. So uh, you might notice, uh, recognize Richard as the guy who usually plays the drums. So um, do me a favor and give Richard a big round of applause. Make him feel super comfortable. Less awkward. So Richard has become a good friend of mine and uh, maybe of you. But uh, Richard, for those who maybe don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, your background. Who is Richard? Who is Richard Spoonamore? Got to turn your mic on. It's a good start. It's my first rodeo. There you go. Um, my name is Richard. I've been in Shelby County about seven years exactly. I started work here November sixteenth, two thousand nine. From E Town, Kentucky. Um, I grew up a military brat. Um, much of you know. Much of you guys out here know what that is. Uh, we moved moved all across the globe. Uh, probably about eleven or twelve different places uh, since I before I actually moved here. Um, grew up in church in a Pentecostal church. Church God of Prophecy is, uh, I guess, the organization that um, is affiliated with. But um, for about nineteen or twenty years, I went to Church of God of Prophecy um, and kind of. Somewhat went through the motions of, of church, everyday church, you know, because I grew up in it, and I thought it was just what everybody did. So when people said that they didn't go to church, I thought it was kind of odd. But uh, anyways, I don't want to ramble. My, my wife <laughs> told me, said, honey, please don't ramble. And I said, that's me, you know. <laughs> so I'll try not to. I'll try not. I love to talk. I just don't like to talk about myself. It gets, it gets a little personal, but other than that, it's all right. Um, anyways, um, so I've lived in several different states. Different. Uh, we lived in Germany for a couple years when I was real little. So I got a little bit diversified with um, different cultures, and, and I love to talk to different people because of that. Um, but what brought me to Shelbyville is, I guess, God opened a door, and, and I was looking for a job at the time. I was 19. Um, so I got a job here at the power company at uh, Shelby Energy. I've been there seven years, and hopefully I'm there for 31 or 40 years, however long it takes. Uh, so... Uh, when I first moved up here, um, I was dating my wife at the time. We've been together now almost 10 years, and this is my in-laws right over here. I don't want to put them on the spot, but they're uh, a great support team. They've always been there for my wife and, and the rest of their family. Uh, they're really, really awesome people. Um, we love it here in Shelbyville. Uh, I don't think we'll ever uh, move back. I love you guys, but we'll we'll probably stay Never here say never. Right, right, right. <laughs> So we'll probably stick it out here for the long haul. I have two little kids. Um, Emily, she's three months. She's getting ready to wake up there in the car seat. My son, Tate, is three years. He's grinning at me. He's my comfort zone before I walked up here. I don't get nervous about much, but up on stage when the spotlight's on me, I get a little little weird. But I was pulling his hair out because he's my comfort zone. So My wife's over there. I just caught her over there. Hey. <laughs> and Kayla. Kayla's my wife. She's back in, uh, in the nursery right now filling in for a couple people. So. I won't ramble. <laughs> no, it's good. So, um, Richard, I'm, I'll say this as your friend. Um, it's been really fun to to see God just moving in and out of your life and and changing things, changing your perspective, your approach, just the way you lead yourself and your family. Um, so, 
And, and when I think about that, I, I see all that God's doing, and there's a lot of good things going on in your life, but as you and I talked this week, you talked about how God, um, over the last couple of years, he's just shown you um, how you're constantly in need of him. Like, just when you think you get to a point in life where you've got it figured out or you've achieved what you want to achieve, like, God comes in and kind of wrecks that and interrupts that and breaks that down. So um, I'll, I'll just ask you, can you share specifics of what that's looked like? Because I think for a lot of us, we feel that way, right? It's like we want to get to somewhere and we feel like we do that and then God blows something up again. Yeah, that's seriously, that's really weird to say that because I wrote a bunch of notes down last night and it's like I draw a blank and I just want to throw the, throw the phone away because I just want to you know, keep rambling about it because it's so <laughs> awesome. But uh, I'll try to stick to my notes because those are those keep my brain on the right track. Because if not, I'll lose it. Um, yeah, as soon as you think that you got everything worked out and and you got everything uh, perfect, he'll just like come bring that car to a screeching halt and and say, "Well, you ain't the boss here. You know, I'm the one that that makes the next move and, and everything." Uh, and in my notes here, I have uh, I had to write it down because if not, I have so many things going on in my in my mind. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what I'm trying to say about something. But um, I feel like he has like a big picture, like a big mural on the wall, or a big um, big picture, just anything that's a picture, um, and that's made up of just billions of puzzle pieces. And each one of you guys are puzzle pieces, even though I don't know your name. I might eventually know your name, but I might forget it. So don't let me do that. Um, but like meeting each person I come in contact with in the community is like a puzzle piece. And anything that I do in my life is a puzzle piece. Um, even if I fail, that's a puzzle piece because that helps me uh, become a better person, I guess, in the long run. Um, yeah, one by one, day by day, I'm just searching for those puzzle pieces, puzzle pieces to bring it all together for that one big, one big picture. Uh, one example of that is, uh, and this is kind of, kind of random when it comes to that, but trusting God in, uh, like, finances, anything to do with your family, it's it's real easy to say, yeah, I'm the provider, I'm the one that's supposed to work or whatever and, and do this and provide this and make sure everything doesn't go uh, wrong, but uh, for the longest time, I was terrible, I mean, like, terrible at uh, uh, tithing, um, and that was just, it wasn't that I didn't have the funds, I just was selfish, and I was like, um, it's hard to trust somebody uh, with your stuff that you work so hard for, but in reality, he's the one that actually gives it to you, so you need to give what's his back. Um, and that was the hardest thing for me for me to get in my head um, that I needed to do. And we finally, uh, me and my wife talked about it, and she's she's so so great. <laughs> we talked about it, and uh, recently, I mean, with, within the past year and a half or so, we've been trying to do um, a lot better with that, and to where... Instead, I used to give and, th and think, okay, well, I'm just going to give, so hopefully I'll get something back. But now it's because we give to the church because we know that the right things are being done with that, that money. Because we're, we're trusting God to do the right things with that, and he is and, and has, and we see that every single day. We, every time we come to church, we, we see that going on. And that's, that's one way that God said, see, look, we're, we're taking this, um, this risk of yours, and we're showing you that you can trust me. So we've been doing that over and over and over. And that's just one, I mean, not a lot of people don't like to talk about money. Um, I don't either. But if you trust him with stuff like that, it will, he'll show you that he's, 
he's the provider, and, and he will provide for you, even if you think, oh, well, this is my last penny. Um, he'll provide for you. That's one thing. I'll go to the next thing. Um, I don't want to cry. Um, spending time with my family and my friends. That's uh, it's a touchy subject for me because I've always been the kind of guy I love my family. I've always loved all my friends, but until you have like an eye opener, um, you never really realize everybody around you that loves you and loves your family and uh, that pour into your life and that support you with everything. Recently, my wife uh, got in a wreck. She, it could have been a whole lot worse, you know that. Uh, I think that, that kind of happened because um, God was trying to tell me that my priorities weren't right um, or they could be better for sure. Um, and I never really thought, you know, why did this happen? Why did you make this happen, God? I was, I was more like, uh, you know, why did you allow this to happen? You know, he allowed it so that I could uh, have an eye-opening experience to where I could put my priorities straight and spend more time with my family and instead of being on my phone or having a, a phone party, you know, at your house. Everybody's on their phone. Uh, <laughs> can we coin that term? Yeah, you can. We're having a phone party at my house. Yeah, Everybody yeah. come on over. That's awesome. Uh, that's one one thing just uh, that he's, you know, that's one of the screeching halls that he he brought to my attention, um, I'm absolutely 1,000% very thankful that they're, they're fine. They're, they're perfect. They're, uh, God had a, we told our son that he had a, a bubble around the car. He said, you know, uh, where was the bubble at? And it was obviously a figure of speech. But, uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, we, I just took that and kind of, I don't know, it really opened my eyes up um, showing up to the wreck whenever they were, you know, upside down in the car and stuff. Uh, I knew that they were okay. After I knew that they were okay, I was kind of like, you know, this is weird. And, and why did this, not, I didn't say why this happened. I was like, this is horrible. Really you know? so, um, and I've never told my wife this. She has no idea what I'm saying up here. She's back there pacing because she's nervous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a couple of examples. I, I love, um, so what I love is that you start with a story about, um, how God challenged you to trust Him more with your finances, and then when, when you faced an event that challenged that trust, right, where you could have asked why, um, you know, Dave Sullivan says it often. Instead of asking why, you ask what. Like God, what am I supposed to do because of this? Um, it is hard, but I know that I can trust you because I, you know, as I've trusted you with more and more. And so I love that you ask what in that, and um, I think it's a testament to your growing spiritual walk with Jesus and uh, just learning to trust him more. So um, how would you how would you kind of sum up uh, what God is teaching you in this season of life? Because I think oftentimes we overestimate that what God's teaching us, it can be helpful to others on their step of the journey. So what's God teaching you in this season? Oh, I'll try not to read completely what I wrote here. Um, you know, I I wrote here that I feel like he's showing me that no matter how much I try to be like this person or this person that is more spiritual, that you may be intimidated with, or smarter, funnier, better looking, um, just more successful, I guess, in, in all aspects of life, that God didn't make me to be like that person. He made me to be me, and uh, that's what makes the world go round. That's what makes so many different colors in the world. Um, 
He just wants me to be. He just wants me to be myself. Um, I'm very flawed. I've I've messed up in life so many times, and I and I'm sure I'll mess up again. I hate to say that, but uh, I try to keep it w- real with myself. I've messed up bad in my past recently, and um, you know, God's forgave me and allowed other people to forgive me and, and have a support in my life to where I could no longer feel like I'm struggling with something. Um, It's good. It's good. I, I want you to know, Richard, that um, you may feel like you rambled or you may feel like a lot of I other love, things. I love to ramble now. But, uh, but you've been an encouragement. You've been an encouragement to me, and I'm sure that there's somebody, um, and maybe many somebodies, who uh, needed to hear what God is doing in your story, in your life, and how you wanted to trust God more and more each day. So um, I want to pray uh, with and for Richard, and um, and then we're going to continue singing. The band's going to come back. And... Uh, We'll continue singing and, and being reminded that we can trust God, that we can trust God. And whenever things happen, it's, it's so that we can figure out what we're supposed to do next. So let's pray. God, we thank you for, uh, for the fact that we can trust you, that you're faithful. And uh, God, we thank you that uh, you were faithful in sending Jesus to us to die on the cross, God with us. And uh, God, I'm just, um, uh, I'm grateful for Richard. I'm grateful for uh, just the way that he is uh, learning to trust you more, the way that he's walking with you, the, the way that he's leading his family. Uh, but God, we know, uh, just as he shared with us, that uh, oftentimes when we think we're in a good spot, that, that something's coming. God's going to interrupt our lives so that we can learn to trust him more. And so, God, we just pray that you would be with Richard, that you would uh, even now begin speaking in his life, getting him ready for whatever's next. And uh, God, giving him the faith and the courage to be ready to, to take that next step as you show it to him, to obey you. God, we pray for uh, each person here this morning that as they uh, hear Richard's story, as they think about their own story, as they think about where they are with Jesus, God, we pray that you would help them to know that, that wherever they come from, whatever their story is, um, they don't have to worry so much about all that, but they just have to worry about how they trust you next. God, what's next for me? How do I trust you more today than I did yesterday? God, I pray that you would uh, just uh, allow that truth to, to permeate the room, to, to give us courage to think about what our next step is and how we might grow and trust you more. And we can do all that because of the freedom and the gift of life that we have in Jesus Christ. And we trust you with this prayer because of what Jesus did for us. So we pray this in his name. Amen.